yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris Comedy Advice to Fix Your Life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my producer, my best friend in the whole wide world, the one, the only, Mike is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? Great intro. Great intro, Mike. Uh, you guys might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. The World is my comedy channel, Laser Lemming is my gaming channel, and UpAndLoaded.com brings them all together like one great happy familia. Don't forget that you guys can subscribe to this show to uh, get new episodes every single Friday. We have a new episode. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Podcasts. What, what are we on? Stitcher, Podcast Republic, Pocket Cast, etc., etc., etc. We are everywhere, including UpAndLoaded.com, which is available on your phone. You can... You can access websites on the internet, on your phone, in 2019. It's wonderful. You can even download these episodes straight to your phone from the website, as well as any of those podcasting apps. Please subscribe. Please give us a favorable rating. We would very much appreciate that. Today, we've got a great show for y'all. We are talking about speaking your mind, as well as Disney's Star Wars plans, ironic ant farms, unironic boats, listener questions, and a whole lot more. But let's get into it, okay? At the start of each show, I mention that I've got a couple of YouTube channels. You know, I just did. I just did 20 seconds ago. But I'm going to be real. I haven't gotten to give these channels enough love lately. Uh, between putting together this podcast every single week and my job and, you know, just the stresses of life, I've been stretched pretty thin. I want to change that, though. I've got a couple of YouTube ideas brewing in the old noggin, and I'm going to talk about that at a later date. But this week, I wanted to shine some light on the best part of YouTube, which is, of course, the comments. Now, I've made hundreds and hundreds of videos, and the comments have always made it worthwhile. So today, I'm going to be reading some of these wonderful and thoughtful comments on the show. So let's kick this off with a comment from uh, Julia on my Boyfriend Advice for Girls video. Julia writes, I'm in fifth grade. Dude, this is shit. Looks like we're off to a good start, and uh, I think that'll set the tone. Let's uh, let this breathe a little bit and move on to our tip of the week. I'm turning 32 in July. Congratulations, you old fuck. Hey, thanks, Mike. Anyway, throughout all of these years on this planet, I've been kind of a mixed bag when it comes to speaking my mind. See, I've always had a smart-ass comment to make, and usually there was a good chance I said it, sometimes to my detriment. Sometimes I'd get in a lot of trouble with this mouth of mine. But I haven't always been great at being direct with people in situations that might piss them off. I'm always trying to ride that line. See, I try to be very diplomatic. Even when I think you just said something incredibly stupid, I'll try to repeat it back to you in a way that you can hear how dumb it is without me explicitly calling you an idiot. But I don't think that being nice is always the best strategy. Fortune favors the bold. Do you like that, Mike? I just made that up. People like people with opinions. That's how you move ahead in life. See, the Bible says that God spits out lukewarm water. And I think life can be like that too. You can go your whole life 
just kind of agreeing with whoever is talking to you at that moment, whoever's in the room. But it gets you nowhere. When you're a yes man or a yes woman, you are not an exciting person. No. Did you know that? You're not an exciting person. You are just someone that people go to when they want someone to agree with. You know, when they want to say that my coworker is such a bitch, right? That's who they want you to be. And, you know, you can be complacent being that person, but at the end of the day, you are nothing to them. Okay? The fact is, I don't always want everybody to think that I agree with them. I want every single person in the world to listen to this show, yes, but I'm not going to pretend that everything you say is smart, okay? That's not healthy for me, and it's not healthy for you. People like to be challenged every now and then. It shows that you have a brain. It shows that you can think for yourself. Now, that also doesn't mean be that asshole that has to contradict everything everybody says. Does that make any... Did I say that sentence right? You know, don't, don't be that person that has to start every sentence saying, well, actually, well, actually, well, actually. You know, nobody likes that person. If you are that person, congratulations. I want you to know very clearly from me to you, nobody likes you. You are a prick. Don't be that person, okay? But be honest at the same time. Be honest without being a dick about it. Is that so hard? It's made a difference in my life and the way I approach people. I think that people really find it refreshing when you're willing to throw a curveball at them, willing to show them that they might not be right. You know, give them something to think about. And they might do the same thing for you, you know? You're not always right either. I know I ain't, I ain't right all the time. <sighs> the, the most interesting conversations usually have multiple points of view, I think. So just to chew on that, while we move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, a mouse named Mickey bought the Star Wars license from George Lucas and he said, Haha, we're gonna put out a new Star Wars movie every year! And as soon as they announced it, I put on my couch quarterback slippers and said, hey, that's a bad idea. You're going to milk this franchise dry. People are going to get sick of it. People are going to get sick of Star Wars. But guess what? Disney didn't listen to me. They thought that they knew better than me. And a few weeks ago, Disney finally came out in a press release and said that I was right. I'm not sure if they explicitly said Chris was correct, but the undertones were there, I'm pretty sure. They said that after The Rise of Skywalker comes out this year, that's episode 9 if you're counting, after episode 9 comes out this year, they're going to give the Star Wars movies a break for a while. Put them on ice. And now this week, Disney made an official announcement that Star Wars is taking a three-year break. No more Star Wars movies until 2022. They said, hey, Here's what we're going to do. We are delaying Avatar 2 for the 100th time. Avatar 2 has been delayed. It is now coming out in 2021. And after that, in 2022, we're going to have a Star Wars movie. And then another Avatar movie in 2023. And then in 2024, we're going to have another Star Wars movie. And the process will repeat itself until Disney turns itself into a literal cash factory. 
Oh, uh, right. This is called Video Game Corner. Uh, Sony also did a State of Play video on Thursday. It was fine, I guess. And gaming YouTube video veteran Pro Jared has allegedly been caught uh, asking for nude pictures of underage girls. So there's that. In uh, other non-gaming related topics, let's get back to YouTube comments. See, some of the wisest comments I get come from my gaming channel. Whenever I feel like humanity is at its lowest point, I like to take a stroll through my Laser Lemming channel comments and remind myself, hey, you know, we can always go lower. Here's a comment from Panda Pear Art on my Girls Shouldn't Game Online video where I make an elaborate joke about a 12-year-old boy catfishing me on Halo 4. Panda Pear writes, Do you realize that this is not only incredibly sexist, she capitalizes a lot of words in this periodically, so if I'm emphasizing something, this is her emphasis. Emphasization? Is that a word? She's emphasizing it. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. She says, Do you realize that this is not only incredibly sexist, but also completely unfair and just wrong. I mean, excuse me for pointing this out, but how can you be so self-centered? Girls have just as many rights as you do. So if we want to play Fortnite, Halo, Minecraft, Overwatch, or any online game, we can and will. Don't get me wrong, you are completely entitled to your own opinion, but no one, wants or needs you to make a YouTube video that is posted for everyone to see, including us girl gamers who want to keep playing online and for no reason should we be restricted from doing so because of our gender. I'm not done. We cannot control if we were born a boy or a girl. So turn off your screen for five minutes and think about how it makes us feel when you say stuff like this. Plus, two people of the opposite gender who have the same interests are not always a match made in heaven. It's called being friends with a girl. Such things exist. You best get with the program because I think I can speak for all girls out there when I say we get pretty ticked off when anyone thinks that we don't have the same rights so girls can game online. Deal with it. Damn, damn, Panda Pear, you put me in my place. You know, uh, Panda Pear has some spunk. I'll give her that. But she does not understand a joke that's smack dab in her face for the life of her. You know, this video, I highly recommend you check it out. It's one of my earlier videos. A little, little, little shaky on the delivery, but apparently it was really good on the delivery for some people because a lot of people did not see an obvious joke right in their face. But I recommend you check it out. It's called Girls Shouldn't Game Online. And the video actually has lots of comments from people telling me that girls do have every right to play games online. Wow. I thought it was pretty obvious that it was a joke, you know. But this was one of the first videos I ever made for my gaming channel. And I was very naive back then. I didn't realize the, the sheer amount of... Uh, what's the word? I was, I was going to say shallowness... But just the, the lack of understanding that comes from the gaming community. And to, to Panda Pear's credit, on her profile picture, she looks very young. So 
Some people don't develop a sense of humor until they are older, and some people never do. Uh, in 2013, I, I made another video that encouraged people to, to demand GameStop employees to get Mario games made on the PlayStation 4. And I thought this was also a really obvious joke. But again, I was still new to the comments section of gaming videos on YouTube. And uh, many people tried to educate me on why this wasn't possible or legal. And I mean, I thought that encouraging you to demand a GameStop employee that's making minimum wage was clear enough. You know, to go into a GameStop, I said, and tell the manager that you want Mario on PlayStation 4 as if that GameStop manager had any power over that or gave a shit what you were saying. I thought that was clear, but I was wrong. But my favorite video, or my favorite comment on this video, is probably from a, a young man named Miguel. Miguel writes, Fuck you. Thanks for the kind words, Miguel. Really appreciate that. Anyway, uh, while we uh, sit on those happy comments, uh, we'll move on to a little thing we like to call the news. The world's largest ant farm has just been created. Mike, what kind of fluff piece news are you giving me here? Let's see, uh, the Discovery Place Science Museum in Charlotte, North Carolina has the giant ant farm on display until May 11th. The Guinness World Records has certified that this is the largest ant farm ever created, but here's the thing. It's really not that big. It's not. Uh, when, I, when I read that the, the biggest ant farm ever had been made, I imagined something big. Big. Grande. I remember... Remember in The Lion King, I talk about The Lion King a lot in this show. I didn't realize, you know, when, you, when you're just a human being walking around doing things, you don't think like, oh, The Lion King really had a big influence on my life, but I reference it a lot, especially on this show. I didn't realize I cared so much about The Lion King, but apparently I do. But remember in The Lion King, when Mufasa took Simba, it's his son, up to the top of Pride Rock, and he said, everything the light touches will be yours one day. And I'll be dead. Remember that, right? So when I read that a record-breaking ant farm was built, I was expecting to see Africa for ants. That's what I pictured. I was thinking of the Lion King for ants. But this ain't it, fam. This ain't it. It turns out that the biggest ant farm in the world is four feet long, three feet tall, and three inches wide. Nice. And not to piss on their parade, but it seems like this record was kind of just begging to be broken. I'm pretty sure that they took the glory from some 12-year-old science fair winner. You know? He said, ha ha ha, we won. We won. And it really wasn't that hard. But there's a twist to the story uh, that nobody seems to really be addressing. I really don't understand why this isn't being highlighted. Uh, the ant farm is on loan at the Science Museum in North Carolina, right? But... After that, the owners of this ant farm are taking it back. Guess who it's owned by? Guess who made this ant farm? This ant farm was made by Terminix. Terminix. If you don't know, I don't know how popular Terminix is around the world. But they are terminators. They are a pest control company. They kill ants for a living. They make money. They built their empire killing ants and other bugs. 
When I was watching the video on this, I kept waiting for a Terminix guy to walk in with his poison gun and just kill the whole ant colony. Doesn't happen though, spoilers. This is actually like a lumber company showing off their record-breaking redwood tree and saying, hey, normally we cut this shit down, but we wanted to share the wonder of nature before people like us kill it. So it's a beautiful story. In other news, uh, well, actually, it looks like we got another uh, Florida story here. Uh, Tyler Smith and Heather Brown are a couple of 17-year-olds that decided to go swimming in Volano Beach, Florida. Florida, man. Uh, this was on Senior Skip Day. They thought that they'd be able to swim to a nearby island, but they were wrong. Boy, oh boy, were they wrong. Uh, the current was pretty strong that day, I guess, and it took these kids two miles out from the shore. I bet when they looked back, they were pretty embarrassed. They, uh, they ran out of swimming energy and figured, hey, this might be a good place to drown. As good a place to drown as any, you know? So they started praying pretty loudly, yelling to God for help, as you would. Even an atheist, I think, would be praying to God for help there. And then uh, after two hours in the ocean, how do you, how did they know it was two hours in the ocean? Were they, were they keeping track? They said, hey, we're about to swim. It is uh, 2.45. Uh, did they have their watch? Were they checking? Were they keeping track? Anyway, after two hours in the ocean, a miracle happened. A dude with a boat showed up. Can you believe it? Uh, but before he let him on the boat, I assumed that this guy interviewed the kids in the water before he let him in, you know? Make sure they're not pirates. You don't want to let pirates onto your boat. That's how you lose your boat. Maybe your life. Have you ever seen, uh, what's that movie, uh, Mike, uh, Captain Phillips with uh, Thomas Hanks? It says, I'm the captain now. Yeah, you don't want these kids to be the captain now. Anyway, uh, once he picked up the kids, he showed them the name of the boat. And, Mike, can you believe what this is called? The boat was called the Amen. Is it Amen or Amen? I, I never know if I'm saying this thing wrong. Uh, I gotta imagine, if, if you're ready to die in the middle of the ocean, and you shout to God for help, and a boat called the Amen picks you up, you probably owe God a couple of favors, you know? Even if you're one of them atheists I was talking about. I'm pretty sure it's just common courtesy at that point. Say, hey, God, look, me and you haven't been on the best of terms, or maybe they say, hey, maybe uh, me and you, we don't believe in each other, but I owe you one or two or three. You know, these are two kids, two kids, two kids, two kids. Uh, let's say you're getting your life saved after two hours in the ocean. That's at least three favors apiece. That's six favors to God right there. It's a uh, good math. It's it's a good deal on God's end, I think. Good deal on God's end if these kids don't squelch on their bet on their bet on their deal. You don't want these kids to 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 try to play God for a fool. Anyway, the kids are alive, and there have been no reports that they were secretly pirates. So uh, happy news all around there. Anyway, let's get back to those YouTube comments. Uh, this is just a string of comments, string of uh, friendly comments on various videos. Uh, some are on my Zequil review. Uh, I got a video here, how to force a girl to like you, a Dollar Tree unboxing, and a Gecko Reacts video. So let's see here. Lil Zoom writes, he's fucking retarded. Wow. Oh. Uh, Aunt B writes, this guy is a brain dead idiot. Hmm. Uh, Sebastian writes, wow, you have obviously never been in a relationship. So guys, do not listen to him. He's stupid. Hood boy writes, dude, are you for real? These items are for babies. Of course they don't fit you. 
dumbass. Hmm. And uh, Crazy Dr. Jones writes, My fist video, what I watched of you was you dressed as a frog slash gecko and already want to kill myself because of the cringe. And I am only in at six seconds. P.S. Go die. Ah, thanks for all the kind words, guys. Really appreciate that. Really keeps me motivated to keep on trucking. Let's move on to some listener questions. Uh, Ken asks, Have you ever thought about releasing a podcast on a Saturday? We actually have released an episode on a Saturday before. Episode 20, the one with the, the Mike diss track, was released on a Saturday. And I've learned that I prefer to release episodes on Fridays because people are more likely to listen to them on their way to work or to school or prison. But, uh, you know, maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe Saturdays are the place to be. More free time, I suppose. Personally, I like to listen to podcasts uh, when I'm going somewhere. I have, most of my podcast listening time has been while driving, but, you know, not always. Not always at all. You can listen to a podcast while you're cleaning, on a boat, while you're eating green eggs and ham. Podcast listening is for all, anytime. Anytime, especially when you're trying to go to sleep or make love. Let's see here. Uh, Ken also asks, is it true that Mike is really patient zero in the zombie apocalypse? Mike? Mike, you listening, buddy? If Ken is right and you're a zombie, you better not bite me. I will be livid, Mike. You can bite me if you are not a zombie. But if you are, I'm going to have to insist that you wear a mouth guard when we record. You know, you barely talk anyway. That's right. Okay, here, uh, Yillian asks, What should I do if I see someone that looks exactly like me, but a couple of days older? That's a good question. If this happens to you, the first thing that you need to do is confront this person, preferably by grabbing them by the shoulder and spinning them around dramatically and staring at them intensely. And if that older person of you, that older you, tries to run, you know that you've just stumbled your way onto a, a mediocre sci-fi movie and you got to chase that slightly older you. And I've seen enough movies to know that this chase ends with you two drinking at a bar or something. Nobody's going to think anything of it either. They're just going to assume that you two are twins and one of you was born a few days earlier or that one of you tried meth but just that one time. When you two finally talk, you gotta ask this person, this older you, all the important questions that you've always had the last few days, like, what did I eat for dinner tonight? And do I have enough toothpaste to get through tomorrow morning? So I, I hope uh, that advice helps you. Uh, Ken asks, how can I be a guest on your podcast? Well, apparently the easiest way to be a guest on this podcast is to be married to me, but that spot has already been taken. This is a good question, though. Uh, when I interviewed my wife a few weeks back, I was trying to lay the groundwork for more interviews in the future, you know, test the waters. So I say, Ken, let's make it happen. My resolution for May 2019 is to interview Ken before the end of June 2019, if you're available, buddy. And if you're not available, I'll try to fake my way through it as best as I can. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Yillian asks another question. She says, I'm from the future. Listening to this podcast on May 10th, on my way to see Ariana Grande. Will she touch my hand today? Well, first, thank you for choosing Chris to Chris as your podcast of the future. We aim to be that. Second, I'm not sure if I'm in the future. Mike, can you check that? Are we in the future? Are we in the future? What the fuck are you talking about? I think 
this might be the future. Samsung almost released a folding phone a few weeks ago. A folding phone with a folding screen. And that's sort of futuristic, but it, it didn't work. So it, it broke. <laughs> All of them broke, or most of them broke. A lot of them broke. So it's, it's kind of futuristic. So I'm not sure. Anyway, we might be in the future. Ariana Grande. I believe there is a 100% chance that she will touch your hand today. And when she does, don't let her go. You two were destined to hold hands, and she would be disappointed if you were unable to commit to this experience. Wait for her bodyguards to pry your hands apart. And if your hands get sweaty, bring a towel. And if they ask you about the towel, say, just explain it. Just explain why you have the towel. It's not weird. It's not weird. Thanks for the question. Uh, Ken asks, what is Mike's middle name? Great question. Mike does not like to talk about it much, but his middle name, this is uh, exclusive to Chris to Chris, his middle name is actually Ashley. Isn't that right, Ashley? Get the f*** out of here with that shit. Until you give us something to work with, your middle name is Ashley, buddy. Anyway, thanks for the questions, guys. As always, you can ask us questions on our Facebook page at Up and Loaded, or hell, on our Twitter page at Up and Loaded, or even on our Instagram page at Up and Loaded. That's U P N L O A D E D. Let's wrap this thing up with some poll results. Uh, last week, we asked on our Facebook page, which you can vote on, you know, like us on Facebook, and you will see our poll. Look for us, please. Last week, we asked uh, Detective Pikachu versus Sonic the Hedgehog. Which movie will be better? Which movie are you more excited about? And in a first, in a Chris to Chris first, everybody agreed with each other on one thing. 100% of you said, hey, Detective Pikachu's my guy. I choose Pikachu. I choose you, Pikachu. And 0% of you said uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was the guy to, to hang with. And I don't blame, I don't blame a single one of you. I don't vote on the polls because I don't want to sway the results. But uh, I'm just going to say right now, you guys were all right. You guys were all correct. And I haven't seen either one of these movies. I'll be seeing uh, Detective Pikachu on Sunday, though, in, in three dimensions. Or semi-three dimensions. I don't know if that 3D is really 3D, 3D. It's kind of 3D. It's like pop-out book 3D. I digress. We, we don't normally see 3D movies. Did I say I digress? I meant I'm about to digress. Mike, what does digress mean? Anyway, uh, this week's poll asks, what is the best Star Wars movie? As always, uh, you guys can uh, subscribe to this show. We we really appreciate if you do. You can rate this show highly, I hope. Uh, we really appreciate if you do. You guys have been great. I know. Wow, 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 wow. We're about to wrap this show in, up in under 30 minutes. We've been going well long. Well long. I don't think I'm doing this right. I think I'm losing my ability to speak. Hopefully, hopefully by episode 32, 33? Hopefully, by episode 33, I will have regained the ability to speak, and uh, we will, you know, be able to move on with our lives. Uh, you guys have been great, as always. Uh, this has been episode 32 of Chris to Chris. Hey, enjoy your weekend, or else. <laughs>